0: what's going on everybody so I want to let everybody know about my new merch brand okay so I just got one of my new t-shirts that came in yesterday the reason why I created this brand was because I wanted everybody to think about allowing the stock market to pay for everything that you need so if you want to go on vacation this summer or go on vacation later this year don't pay for it trade for it if you need to pay for your daughter's tuition Don't pay for it, trade for it. If you want to get an investment property, a beach house, or whatever your life truly desires, don't pay for it, trade for it. If this is a brand that you want to be a part of, that you want to rock, look. Go to www.tradeforyourself.com, click catalog, and go look at the products that I have. On top of that, I've got free shipping on all orders. So this is the perfect opportunity for you to rock up on a t-shirt like this. Look, remember, don't pay for it. Trade for it. I'm going to catch y'all later on the other side. What's going on everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Trade For Yourself podcast where my mission here is very simple. I just want to help you learn how to trade and invest in the stock market for yourself. So make sure you please like, please subscribe, please listen to this episode from start to finish. Okay, I promise you, you will not regret it. Please note anything discussed in this episode is not financial advice, so please do your own research before investing into any stock. This episode is going to be about how do I invest a lump sum of money into the stock market. At certain times throughout the year, we may be fortunate enough to receive lump sums of money for a myriad of different reasons. We may receive a tax return, we may receive a bonus check on our job we may receive a lump sum payment in our business and we may want to use that lump sum of money to make a solid investment into the stock market this episode we're going to break that down and talk about how to strategically invest that lump sum of money so you can get the best return that you can possibly get alright let's get right into it okay everybody so before we get into the episode remember the question How do I invest a lump sum of money into the stock market? Okay, everybody. So let's talk about dollar cost averaging and dollar cost averaging is investing a fixed amount of money over a fixed interval of time into an investment, regardless of the price. So let's talk about this quick example very quickly here in a month. Let's say you have $4,000 in monthly income and you have $3,000 in monthly expenses. You take the 4,000 minus the 3,000, that will give you $1,000 in free cash flow. Now let's think about ourselves as an institution. Why would I like to do that? Because on the Trade For Yourself podcast, we teach you how to trade and invest in the stock market for yourself so you can pick good stocks, okay? Now good companies like to invest their free cash flow in a myriad of different ways. Now remember, what is free cash flow? Free cash flow is the money that we have left over after all expenses and we can decide how to invest the free cash flow whatever way we would like. Companies may decide to put a portion of their free cash flow onto their balance sheet and keep it in cash to make sure that everything is good. Companies may decide to put free cash flow to pay off debt payments, right? To pay a portion of their debt payments. Companies may decide to say, hey we're going to take a portion of the free cash flow and we're going to buy back stock. We're going to purchase stocks and add value to shareholders we may decide to pay a small dividend and decide to increase that dividend over time. There are so many things that a company may decide to do from a free cash flow standpoint. They may decide to reinvest back into the business. That way the company can grow over the long term. So many things that you can do with free cash flow. Think about banks, for example banks lend money and they provide credit to individuals that have a good debt to income ratio when you have a good debt to income ratio what is that literally saying that means that you have a very very solid amount of monthly income with low amounts of debt obligations, which means that you essentially have good free cash flow because the bank is saying, hey, this individual has a good debt to income ratio, so they actually have the money coming in every single month to actually oblige to the debt payment that is required. So think about yourself and think about, okay, when I think about my monthly income and I think about my monthly expenses, I have free cash flow and I need to be able to utilize that free cash flow to grow myself, right? To grow my investment account, to grow my bank account, to grow my potential investments. That's how you have to think about that free cash flow. So I say all that to say a dollar cost averaging investor would state something like, I'm going to take $500 of my monthly free cash flow and invest into SPY every single month. So when does dollar cost averaging work? I think dollar cost averaging works if you have a long-term time horizon, three to five years. We don't have to wait 20 years to make money, okay? I want you to put that way, way, way into the back of your mind, okay? Long-term time horizon, three to five years, remember... You are a long-term investor. We don't have to wait 20 years, but we have to wait a period of time to allow the compounding to work for us. Okay, We don't have to be in a rush, but we have to have a long-term time horizon. I don't want to make an investment into a stock or into a particular investment and ask myself, where is the money in three months? Okay, Dollar cost averaging is not going to work in that particular scenario. Okay, when else does it work? It works when you use it to invest in ETFs and index funds. Remember, these investment products hold baskets of companies. So this type of investing mitigates your single stock risk, okay? This allows you to invest a portion of it every single month. Let's just talk about index funds for an example. Index funds are designed to match the returns of the particular index. The S&P 500 has an index fund. The Nasdaq has an index fund. The Dow Jones has an index fund. The Russell 2000 has an index fund. Those particular index funds that track those particular indices are designed to match the performance of those indices. And so, put that into perspective. The reason why this works is because I'm because I'm having a long-term time horizon. And I'm investing into a basket of companies. I'm not investing into one specific company, okay? That mitigates your single stock risk. So for for beginners, I think you should utilize dollar cost averaging for ETFs and for index funds. Whenever you have been in the stock market for a longer period of time and you understand risk mitigation and things of that nature, maybe you can utilize dollar cost averaging for particular stocks If you understand how to value a company and if you are able to take on that risk. But that is only when you have been in the market for a long period of time. Now, dollar cost averaging also works if you do it consistently every single month. Dollar cost averaging is not going to work if you decide to do it on March 3rd and then you don't pick it back up until August 29th. It's not going to work, y'all. It's not going to, it's not going to work if I decide to start on April 5th, but then come back and I don't start back again until May of 2024. It's not going to work. You have to do it consistently every single month and do a particular amount that you can actually commit to, right? If you can't do $500 a month, don't put yourself into that particular situation. Okay. Okay. All these people on social media are going to tell you, hey, you got to have a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars. No, you can start investing with a little with as little as fifty dollars or a hundred dollars. You just have to make sure that you are doing doing it consistently, and you have to figure out a way to continue to grow your skill set so you can have the capital to invest more money, right? But dollar cost averaging works if you do it consistently, and it works when you invest a lump sum of money. So what are the steps to investing a lump sum of money? Okay, and in this particular example, let's say we have $6,000 to invest. That way we make the numbers very, very easy for ourselves, right? So step one, we utilize DCA to invest over a period of time. I personally suggest a one-year time frame especially for a beginner, okay? And I believe this will work in any market environment, whether we're in a bull market, whether we're in a bear market, whether we're in a sideways market, whatever you wanna call it, I believe that this works in every single market. The reason why is because like I said, what did we talk about before? We said that we have to have a long-term time horizon, but I also understand that people don't necessarily like to see their investments go down right if we're investing at an all-time high we don't want to throw all of our money in at that particular time so i believe that we should spread it out over a one-year time frame maximum the one year time frame maximum that way we can have an average price that way we can continue to hold for the remainder of that long-term time horizon that we have It'll give us that average price. Remember, the market goes through cycles. Sometimes the market's high. Sometimes the market's low. Sometimes the market will go through corrections. Sometimes the market will just keep on running. So if we dollar cost average over a period of time, we'll get that average price and we'll be able to hold for that long period of time. Number two, let's open up a brokerage account and let's deposit your lump sum. There's a lot of good brokerage accounts you can use. You can utilize TD Ameritrade, you can utilize Charles Schwab, you can utilize E-Trade. Do your research on what you should utilize from a brokerage account perspective. Number three, use your monthly allocation to make your first investment. In this scenario, you would invest $500 per month over a 12 month period, $500 times 12, is $6,000, which is the lump sum that I have to invest. Now, number four, number four is very, very important. Now, if you don't want to do it, that's fine. You can just leave your unused capital in cash. But if you want your money working for you, pay attention to number four. Number four, use the remainder of the capital that you have to purchase a, short treasure, a short-term treasury bill, T-Bill ETF, or another bond ETF that you have researched that you believe would be suitable for you. So the example that I'm giving is ticker symbol BIL. That is a short-term treasury bill ETF. Now, this is the rationale behind putting your money into this short-term ETF. The reason why is because Again, we want our money to be working harder for us than we are working for it. So if you look at treasury ETFs and you just look at just what the one year treasury note is paying you, the one year treasury note is paying you over 4%, right? Over 4% to hold your money there for one particular year. So what you could do is you could put your money into a treasury bill ETF and you could be gaining 4% on your money while you are waiting to invest it into the S&P 500 or the NASDAQ or the Russell 2000 or any other investment that you have just so you can be getting some returns while you are waiting, right? Now, number five is sell a portion of the bond ETF every single month that's equal to your monthly allocation. So in this particular example, you would invest $6,000 into your brokerage account. You would take $500 and you would purchase your investment. Let's say SPY, which is the S&P 500. The $6,000 minus the $500, that would give you $5,500. You would take that $5,500 and then invest into the T-bill ETF or a short-term bond ETF to where you would get some yield, you would get some returns on your money, but you want to make sure that that money and that value is still fixed. You don't want that value to be changing. You just want to be able to receive some money, right? And then, and then the next month you would sell $500 worth of that ETF and purchase the S&P 500. And you would repeat that until you sold off all of the t-bill etf and you bought the s&p 500 right that is the that is the that is the flow chart that's what you would be doing number six like i just said you would use your monthly allocation to make your recurring investment and then step seven you would go back to step five and repeat the process until you have finished the job okay this is the seven step formula For you to invest a lump sum of money into the stock market. This is not hard. This is not difficult. This is not rocket science. We just have to be strategic, develop a plan, execute, and do exactly what we need to do in order for us to be successful. At the end of the day, this episode was all about making sure that we be strategic whenever we are investing money into the stock market, whether it is a lump sum whether we are trying to figure out how much we are going to dollar cost average every single month, whether we are trying to figure out how much a business is worth, whether we are trying to figure out our trading strategies, whatever it is, we have to make sure that we be strategic so we can get the best returns possible and so we can build the best positions possible. As always, I thank you all for subscribing tuning in to another episode of the trade for yourself podcast okay like i said please make sure you like this please make sure you subscribe make sure you hit that notification bell so you can be in the know every single time i drop an episode please reach out to me in the comments let me know how you feel about this strategy let me know how you would change it up do you like dollar cost averaging Do you like to dump it all in at one time let me know your particular ideas about this particular strategy on investing a lump sum of money into the stock market as always remember don't pay for it trade for it i'm gonna catch y'all later on the next episode